Welcome to Use Your Words Podcast, where we believe in intelligently spoken conversations. So, yeah, so, you know, and like I, like I, and like I will admit, like I said, uh, some, one, another, uh, I can talk, <laughs> or not, <laughs> yeah, or not. Oh, welcome to another episode of User Words Podcast, and I am Paul. Joined once again with uh, the enthusiastic Aaron, or yeah. Ghost Aaron, I'm not sure exactly <laughs> which one it is over there on the side. <laughs> uh, I'd be a ghost. <laughs> Being this house, I could be a ghost. Uh, you're the right color for one. <laughs> I'm getting that pale white now that summer's over, and uh, I just stay inside anyways. Yeah, I'm gonna turn ghostly white. No, I'm not looking forward to it. Anyways, uh, welcome. Like I said, welcome to another episode. And uh, so we're gonna talk about a topic today. Aaron, I'm gonna tell you this now. Okay. As part of this, think about something oh, that no. we can use as the practical example for it. And this what? might this might get entertaining as we go through it. We'll see. What? <laughs> think of an example of like, of what? Well. At, of, of what we're talking about on the topic and that is letting go of things whether that be yeah. something of uh, a comfort thing that you don't want to let go of or maybe it's some, uh, something like that's a stressor or maybe something that's maybe a disappointment something that gets you angry something that is causing you just pain in general in your life and that doesn't necessarily mean physical pain it could be mental pain yeah, you know, various things like that, maybe even a relationship or something like that. So right. we're going to talk about letting go. Why is it, uh, I guess, maybe hard? What are kind of some tips and tricks that you can do to let some of these things go? Um, now, obviously, <laughs> me and Aaron ourselves are not uh, licensed uh, therapist or no. anything like that. No. I mean, Paul almost. He's had to put up with me. But. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> that just gets me trips to Crazy Ward. <laughs> True. That doesn't get me anything else other than that. But uh, that being said, um, I actually am going to start off with talking about something that does relate to this tangently. Uh, it's not a full tangent. It's like a, okay. and it's you know, it's not a hundred, you know, ninety degree tangent here. We're 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 maybe doing like a twenty degree Dude. tangent 20. here. All right, all it, right. It, it's it's in there. It very much is in and there. A cute tangent. It, yes, it's a very cute tangent. <laughs> so, for maybe those who aren't aware, last year, um, I did uh, a year long study type deal on how to i guess you could say how to be more mentally fit and mm. stable and how to help other people with that as well through heart support so i did that for uh, a year i did master class year one last year okay yeah this year i'm in year two of it Oh, so it's still going out. So, well, it's different. You okay. know, it's an, it's an optional sign in. Um, you have to do things with everything, right? Yeah. And with year two, so year one, it's literally you log in to like a Facebook session, and you know you can chat with them, you know, back and forth, but it's mostly them talking at you, okay. the various people, okay, uh, whoever it may be that week from Heart Support, uh, doing the talking. You know, and some of the talking be like, you know. How do you keep yourself mentally healthy while helping other people? How do you reach out to people? How do you do this, 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 you know, various things, practical tips from people. Now, to be fair, they're not licensed either. Only oh. one person on their staff really has like any actual cert certifications. Um, that's Ben Sludge. Oh. He, uh, he's one of their riders and he also is one of the guys that uh, likes to do the peer support stuff like on the wall and various other activities and that. Huh. Um, so I'm, I'm doing that again this year, cool. uh, year two. Nice. Now, as one of the things that I get to do with year two now is, uh, in interesting and we'll see how this goes because, so you're aware of heart support, right, Aaron? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you're aware of what they have, what technologies they have available for them. Like you're aware of what their wall is, correct? 
can be that. Okay. So heart support. I just know what they are, I guess. Okay. So from your, I guess from your talking point, from your perspective, what is heart support? I mean, it is, it's a community meant to help people that are struggling. With? With, well, I mean, depression, suicide, just any mental health kind of stuff. Well, also addiction and yeah, various other things like that. Um, yeah. So at our problems. Our, yeah. So <laughs> at, at, uh, heart support, they have, if you go to their webpage and go to community support, they have what's called the heart support wall. Okay. Where people can go on, you know, you create an account, you log in, you create an account and you say, and you go in there and, you know, you write, maybe you're struggling with something, you write it out there and then other people. So people from the master, from the support class, master yeah. class, uh, you know, year one and two will respond out there, you know, or, you know, other, anyone else can respond as well. So yeah. you don't have to be taking the master classes to respond back and forth. Right. Okay. But you know, okay. You have to go to a specific website and you have to sign in and you have to comment and you have to, you know, get, then you get replies back. Right. All right, well, that's that's fine and all and dandy and good, but that means someone has to actually go to a website. So then a couple of years ago, they introduced the ability to text in to the wall, essentially. So, you know, you would go, you would scan a QR code with your phone, and then you would, um, you know, send a text, you know, send a text message and come back and say, like, okay, um, do you want to sign up to support? you know, to suppose this on the wall, essentially, you know, you hit yes, da, 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 you, and then you text it in, you know, and that's a few steps and, yeah, you know, better than going to a dedicated website. Cause now you're texting phone number and especially people of your generation like to text first. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I'm right in there. I, I prefer texting over phone call. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that, that there's still a few steps involved with that. Well, they just rolled out. And when I say just rolled out, I mean, Friday was the first time that they have done this. So on Friday, um, someone that you follow probably on Instagram. Yeah. Singer of August Burns Red. Yeah. He posted a post. That was the first one to use the tech. Oh, is that the... It's just, oh, I guess I, 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 guess I don't know what the post is at the post that you're talking about. But I did see he posted something recently. He posted... And it had to do with, I mean... Mental health and all yeah, that. Yeah, it would have been around noon central time on Friday, the 8th of October. Gosh, that was just yesterday. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking that's forever ago. Yes, it, 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 it was that one. That whole, yeah, the big. Yeah, company. so it has this whole big oh. uh, wall of text on it, right? Yeah. But if you, anything that, you know, that, so stuff that gets posted on here can get automatically posted to um, the heart support wall. Heart support wall. Now that being said, just be, uh, there is there are some weird low hoops because Facebook, oh, Instagram is owned by Facebook and everything, right? Yeah. Um, and, and what's fun is now being on the master class, I get to talk with the guy who actually wrote all the code for this. Oh, cool. <laughs> nice. Um, so. Now, if you notice, like, and you read, like, through the various things on here, you know, notice that they tag, like, at heart support wall in that. Yeah. And what happens is it gets actually put into a special category on uh, the heart support wall that, so only people who have, like, linked Instagram accounts can see it and all that back, but there's a lot of people who have that who can then do that. So that's something that heart support's doing recently, and what they're doing now is they're, uh, wanting to reach out to like influencers and oh, for sure. and say, Hey, look, you want to bring like something, you know, uh, awareness as well as maybe some support mental health wise to maybe the audience that you reach. Literally, this is all you have to do. And it's like four steps. And now you can connect your audience to the heart support wall. Whoa. Instead of you telling them, go here, make an account, yeah, do this. It's, it's reply to my Instagram message yeah. and all of a sudden boom it's, it's connected there. so that being Jeez. said we technically are linked into the same way and we'll have to see how we can leverage that as well mr johnson what the heck <laughs> that's wild huh. 
Yeah. I never thought, wow. That's crazy to see where that's come from. Or how far it's come, I should say. Yep. So that's uh, just something to kind of look out for. Um, If you see something on Instagram marked that way, you'll see the markings for it, for it to go to the heart support wall, and it'll be like, oh, sweet. I can now, you can now get support directly from Instagram. Boom. You know. Technology is crazy. What the heck? So if, if you do have any, you know. Yeah. Know, mental health is you know you, you're looking at support stuff like this you know and and it's you go oh addiction and da, da. it doesn't necessarily have to be drugs like no. there's people who post on here about you know game addictions right you know and and other things like that um so and if you're to believe the numbers which i absolutely believe the numbers huh they have seen Due to COVID, one of the numbers I was recently hearing, and these are more like recent numbers than what I had earlier in the year, about, they were saying close to like a three times uptick in depression, oh yeah, suicidal thoughts, and everything like that. So it, it's not something that is inconsequential. Right. And any little thing, you know, sometimes does help. So now it, again, if this is something that you're interested in, uh, check out forum.heartsupport.com if you want to actually be on the wall itself, or if you're interested um, in interacting on those Instagram posts, look for maybe your favorite creator, uh, and, and tell them like, if they're not hooked up with, with heart support, be like, Hey, let's check it out. connect with them, check it out. And I am sure that they would love to work with them. In fact, one of my things that I will be doing with Heart Support uh, this year too is helping them advocate um, this new tech to other people and get them to start using it. Huh. So that'll be one of my roles in, yeah. in doing this kind of this master class type deal. Wow. <laughs> That's really cool. So we're actually in on the ground floor of this. Like I said, the first post went live with the, this tech on Friday. Friday, yesterday, as of this recording. Jeez. You know, and, and all of us knew about it on Thursday night that it was going live Friday. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. <sighs> and so. That's so wild. So, yeah, so that's some of the fun <laughs> things that we get to do now. Uh, actually, you know, in, in a way, unofficially, we get to partner with Heart Support through me because that's what yeah, I'm doing now in my free time. Yeah, and even <laughs> and you get to benefit from free some of that. Time. Yeah, free time, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. Even I laughed at that. <laughs> wow. So, one of the things that you know, because we have to keep ourselves mentally healthy and all this, especially as we go into this dreariness of a winter and everything, you know, there's multiple practices that you could put into place to keep yourself healthy and going on and not being burdened down by everything going on. Now, one of those that I kind of see is not something that we as Americans do too well Uh-oh. is we don't let things go. We kind of hold on to grudges for a long time. Kind of hold on to those things that hurt us, that give us pain, that cause us to be stressed out forever. You know, you look at some, you know, the the old stereotypical, the Hatfields and McCoys, those family feuds that lasted oh. forever. <laughs> you know, they don't let, they never let go of those things. Yeah. And now I'm not talking about the hit, the hit song from Disney. And I almost threw up in my mouth <laughs> saying that. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, that song that was very popular that drives all of the poor mothers insane as their daughters sing it oh over and over gosh. and over and over again. We're not yeah. talking about the song Let It Go, you know. No. Now, in a way, some of the stuff in there is, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, why it would be go... Why it would go? Why it'd be good to have some of that? 
So I, I get I, I get cool. some of the, the, the what they're trying to say in the song, but I don't think it's the best message. Well, it came from Disney, so. Well. <laughs> yes, I get that 100%. So let me ask you this, Mr. Johnson. What is maybe... Have you ever had a time or an experience where you've had to maybe let something go? And I'm not talking like, I'm not talking like a, a friendship or relationship type deal, which that is something you do have to let go at time, right? Right. But maybe the expectations put on you by other people, something that maybe something that was driving you towards anger, uh, something that was driving, that was disappointing you, something that was stressing you out. Because I remember I used to be super excited to look at going to, well, what was it, going to uh, a school, well, good old Cedarville. <laughs> I remember I was really excited to get into that, which I guess, I mean, later on, I guess I, st- I probably still could have. But at the time, I couldn't because of my injuries. Okay. So, I don't know. So that, I feel like that's the only I can't think of anything else at the moment. Nothing but, else, huh? But, uh, <laughs> Nothing that's caused you any sort of pain or anger or anything like I mean, that. There's a lot of that stuff at times, but I don't. <laughs> so what do you do with that anger? What do I what do I do with it? Yeah, what do you do with those things that cause you that anger or or the anger itself? I mean, you just let it fester. Oh, I mean, no. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What I mean, playing drums makes me angry at times, but I don't stop playing drums. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm not talking about like like drum angry. I'm talking about no. like something that makes you just almost rage inducing, fly off the handle, or maybe something makes you just very upset. Ugh. Gosh, I feel like there's not a ton of things that just get me that bad. Okay, I'd say one of the one of the things that was <laughs> Dark Souls for sure. <laughs> just let go, man. Yeah. Um, anyway, okay. Um, I I I can't really think of anything. Okay, no. That, that, Besides the whole schooling not, at the moment, it's like, well, this can't happen right now because of. What's going on? Okay. So back when when that was going on, you know, when you had that realization that, oh, yeah, I won't be able to do this because of the various accidents or yeah. whatnot, what was that like? It, it was, obviously, I mean, it you're, saying it's, you're saying it's disappointing. It sucked, right? Right. Yeah. Did it, you do anything to get over it? Or did you just kind of let time kind of... <sighs> I mean, yeah, just pretty much just say, let it go. Wow. <laughs> uh, I guess I didn't actively do anything. I mean, I eventually ended up going to uh, Parkside and still, I mean, this was some time later and tried to do some music stuff at Parkside. Um. But I mean, I guess yeah. The whole hope and dream there was to go to Cedarville, become part of their whole like worship team thingy and stuff like that, and do that. But I couldn't do the audition for it. Yeah, at that time. Um, but otherwise, I think yeah, really just time went on. Just kind of like eh, there's new opportunities, new other things to do. Okay. So I guess it's just like you know, as cool as that would have been. There's so many other things that are out there to do that are still awesome. Okay, so, so you there's just you really yeah. haven't had anything that would warrant a letting it go type deal. Thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Not that I can think of, which freaks me out. <laughs> Why does that freak you out? I don't know. I'm trying to think of like well, when it comes time to like really have to like step down and if I do have to do something, would I be able to? I don't know. I hope so. Maybe over time, on enough fighting. <laughs> I <Okay>. would. 
Anyways, then, uh, so, because Aaron doesn't. <laughs> yeah, what did you let go of? Probably a ton. Oh, boy. You don't want to go down uh, that dark rabbit hole. I don't. But we are. Okay. <laughs> why, why are you going, oh. I'm scared now. Why? <laughs> I don't know. He said, I don't want to go down that dark rabbit hole. Oh, we're going but down we're it. going down it. All right. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to describe to you at first, yeah, and then I'm going to tell you how I did it wrong, okay. and then how I did it well. Okay. So that's where we'll start. All right. And you interject with questions or comments. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. That's how it goes. Okay. All right. Hopefully, I can do that. <laughs> I have my utmost faith in you. Uh oh. <laughs> That's when I tend to do the worst. That <gasps> you will let me down. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyways. So, I, I guess you could say, like, you know, after my dad passed away, yeah. you know, there was a lot of anger there towards, you know, towards God, towards uh, some of my family, um, and towards just cancer in general i guess you could say but there's also that sadness there you know there was a lot of sadness there because you know to be fair you know i was 14 right you you know he was just trying starting to show me what it means to be quote unquote a man you know and, and what it means to grow up and live and all that and i felt very deprived of that i felt angry and i felt sad about that oh for sure so some of the unhealthy things i did was I just held on to it, you know, and some of that was self-induced. Some of that was, you know, kind of cultural with my family. Some of that was, you know, cultural of, you know, the United States, you know, of just, you know, you must be a man and you don't show your emotions and all that oh, yeah, crap, up. you know. And I actually talked about that recently on a, another place I was interviewed at about that, you know, where it seems like in America especially it's like, you don't shed a tear if you're a guy, even if you're a teen. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, especially when I was growing up, that's why I heard constantly left and right from family, from, you know, and that's kind of out there in society and media. Nowadays, I would say it's not so much true, but at the same side, I almost wonder if it's gone too far in the reverse, where it's like every little offense, it's you must cry racism or uh, every, or something else you know right and, and there's a healthy balance in between in, in there where you do show your emotions still but you don't blame everyone else for it and we'll get to that in a second you know so that was a very unhealthy way at how i processed things and how i did things you know not letting those emotions be shown or dealing with them at all that chews you up inside for a long time Right. In my case, it chewed me up for a good, what, 21 years before everything came to a head? Before I actually yeah. got help that I needed? Right. And so in that 21 years, it was very destructive to me. It was very hard. And the thing is, I I had to learn after, you know, after I got help how to let this anger and let the sadness go. And it's not just something you go, well, I'm just going to let it go. It's not like you go, I'm going to put this in a box and, uh, okay, we'll never deal with it again because that's part of the problem, never dealing with it. Right. You got to bring it, you got to, you got to deal with it in, in some capacity at mm -hmm. some point with enough time. But how do you do that is the question. Hmm. How How do you, take something that is such a deep wound to you and make it okay how do you start that healing and there's a lot of theories out there on how you do this mm. and not there's not going to be one uh thing that is going to be you know the cure-all for everything right so Let me ask you this, because this ties into it. 
What is the difference between letting go and aversion? And how are they tied together? <laughs> I mean, the version just being you just First out of sight, out of mind. No, no, that's no. not what a version is. A version is a dislike, a resist, oh. a hating, fearing of something. Oh. You have an aversion to spiders. That I do. You will go out of your way to get to, re, you know, be not in their presence. <laughs> or to get rid of them. Yes. Mm. So how is letting go and aversion the same? And how different? are they tied together? And how, yeah, how are they tied together? I mean, uh, I guess how I can... How they're tied together. I guess the only thing I can think of is after you just saying what it was is going out of your way to not deal with it. I feel I guess when I look at letting go of something, it's just like it's just like I'm not wasting my time on this anymore. It's just it's gone. Kind it's, of thing. Okay. And see, with letting go, it's not that simple. Now, if you watch something like The Big Bang Theory or whatever, um, there's a scene between um, Penny and Sheldon where, and it's actually in one of the, I guess you could say one of the more infamous episodes because it's where Howard's mom dies um, because the actress in real life who played Howard's mom had passed away recently. And so they made the episode about her dying. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things they kind of set up earlier on in the episode is, you know, Sheldon, he's very... Neurotic would be a kind way to say it <laughs> at mm. times. Um, think Josh on steroids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but he, so there's this conversation between him and Penny, and they're having this conversation about how Penny can just let things go. And she's like, oh, it's simple, honey. Just let it go. And she like does the hand motion of like her hands opening and everything. Let it go. Right. Away. And they make it very simple. Like, just let it go. You know, just drop it. Just yeah. don't talk about it again. Just let it go. And in reality, it's not that simple. I feel like you can't really do that. Right. But anyway, so how aversion and letting go are kind of linked together. Yeah. Uh, according to a couple uh, people, and this person is Rick Hansen. Uh, he's, uh, he has a PhD Ooh. in uh, how the brain works and everything. Yeah. In psychology and everything. And he talks about this and he says... Aversion, in essence, you know, it's that aversive reaction. You know, we fear something, we dislike, we resist, we hate, you know, whatever it is. Typically, we have an aversive reaction to whatever we want to let go of. Huh. In other words, you know, obviously I'm not going to use the spider thing, but like for me, you know, know, I, I have that aversive reaction. I have some hate. I was, yeah. I was, you know, had some of that of what I wanted to let go, which was my dad's passing. Right. So that's why I said there, there's some link there. So just be aware of that. If you have that natural hate and that anger towards something that you're trying to get rid of that is, you know, let go of that is painful. That is a natural component of it. And sometimes that's something you have to deal with. And um, when I say deal with, I'm not saying like deal with, like just whatever, deal with it. Yeah, suck it up, dude. I'd say deal with as seek professional help, seek professional therapy, yeah. seek someone to help Take you guide, guide you through it. So letting go is actually a very, a very involved multi-step process. There's a lot to work out. Yep. And depending on what it is, it's like, okay, there could be a way, a couple ways to do this. So there's kind of like, you know, for, I guess you could say the more, simpler things you know maybe something that's just stressing you out in the moment you know josh came along and broke your favorite dr- favorite drum st- stick in half you know how do you let go of that right you know you relax you focus on your breathing you <laughs> f- 
Feel what it likes to breathe inside. That's called being mindful. Breathe inside? Yeah. So what? when you breathe, right? Aren't you? When you breathe, right? What happens? You know, your, your lungs, lungs expand, feel. your diaphragm. But what does it feel like when your lungs expand? Can you tell me that? I mean, my chest gets bigger. <laughs> yeah, but how's that feel? Do you, what muscles do you feel stretching a little bit? What do you feel moving? It's being mindful. It's being in the moment and just focusing on that instead of the stressor. You feel the air as it's cool going down your throat and warm coming back up. It's it's just letting, it's just being mindful in that moment, right? But while you're being mindful of that, just let whatever thoughts kind of flow through you, like... You're, like, I can't believe Josh did this, but, but, but <laughs> I'm gonna kill that boy. <laughs> but here's the, here's the thing. You, you, you kind of have those, that free form of thought, but you don't kind of like grab on, latch onto one. You might be, I can't believe Josh did that. Wow. That air is cool coming in. <laughs> oh, is that the scent of lavender? <laughs> I am going to kill him. Ooh, the carpet is soft today. Ooh, I have a thing for soft rugs. Okay. And then you, so you're doing this, but you're paying attention to everything you're doing. And and then you use that as well. You know, after you kind of do that a little bit, you then use like the X, one, the exhales. And they say, you know, and obviously, you know, you're going to various things here, but they say, use the exhaling to sense or imagine things leaving you like (laughs) your tension. Yeah. Your unpleasant feelings, your underlying anxiety, your irritation, your busy thinking, mm. your planning, and just do that. Now, that's one thing you could do for the, that short term, like Josh just broke my favorite drumstick. <laughs> okay. For yeah. the long term stuff, okay, go back to me, you know, my dad passing away and I was angry and all this other stuff at it. How do you get? How do you do? Get rid of that. Well, sometimes um, one of the suggestions is just let that pain be put into words. Write a letter to whomever or whatever is causing you that pain, that grief, that heartbreak, that stress, that whatever. It helps you go through the grief process to put those that pain into words. And while you're doing it. Don't resist filtering out the negative emotions that may come along with it. Mm. Yeah, so don't resist and allow those negative emotions to just come right out. Yeah. You know, but the flip side, allow the positive ones too. Because if you've ever seen the, um, what was it? It was a Disney movie. I can't remember. It was a Pixar movie. Forget what it was called, but it was like about the emotions. Like um, recent or yeah, it's within the last five years. Inside or something like that. But anyway, so what it was was you know they personified various emotions. You know, sad, happy, anger, blah blah blah. Right. And the concept of the movie was like you know joy was always like oh there can only be one emotion attached to a memory. And the point of the story was, no, there can be multiple emotions attached to one memory. There could be sadness. There can be joy. There can be anger all in one thing that you remember or a person that you remember. Because that is possible. There's a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. But, you yeah. know, remember, they're making this for movie kids. Move mostly for kids. And yeah. so they're going to watch it and it's teaching them that concept. But this is also something to remember when you're trying to to get over things, let things, let something go, is you have to feel both sides of that coin of that, whatever that situation is. Because that's going to help you feel, not feel, but realize how you actually feel about that situation. Right. And that's the first part of it, because if, you, if you're not being truthful with how you feel about it, you're never going to get over it. No. You're always going to hide it and you're going to just kind of whatever. Let it fester. 
Yeah, let it fester. <laughs> yeah. So the next thing you can do then, you know, now that you've kind of started accepting how, well, not accepting, but like actually feeling how things are, make the commitment to let things go. That sounds weird, doesn't it? I don't know. I don't know if it sounds weird. I'll keep going. <laughs> okay. Why don't you know if it sounds weird or not? Because. Uh, so you're saying, I guess, maybe I'm just not hearing it yet. Because, uh, yeah, you have to be completely honest about everything with yourself. All right. Thoughts, all that. So you're saying once you get all of that figured out, you just work on letting it go? Well, you make the commitment to let it go. Oh, okay. And, and what that means is that you're making a decision, you know, for yeah. yourself and maybe you tell others to help, you know, help you along the way. Yeah. But one of the things you start that, that helps you do is one of the things that is kind of harmful when I say harmful, like it doesn't help you to let things go is, you know, take whatever that past experience or trauma is and you relive it over and over and over in your head. You think about it all the time. In your case, in this fictional example, you know, two days later you go, Josh, I can't believe you (laughs) broke my drumstick still. (laughs) You know, making the commitment to let go is saying, I'm not going to revisit that past event, no matter how much it hurt me still. So in a sense, well, I guess I say in that whole case for, as far as like Josh and I, it would be more so forgiveness. It'd be forgiveness, but at the same time, never bring it up again. Never relive that memory. Never go back to that. I thought that was kind of the purpose of that. That that is. I'm I'm just kind of making it more verbose. Okay. All right. You know, and so for like, for me, with me and, you know, my dad, it, it's one of those things of what was the pain point? The pain point was, you know, losing him. So the pain point is never revisiting at least that memory, so to speak, of the night he died. Yeah. Now, that's not to say I never think about it. It's just oh, don't dwell on it. Don't, yeah. don't look at for the pain that's there. Remember the other good parts. Remember when I had chicken pox and he took me out to lunch on a dock in North Carolina. Mm. You know, stuff like that. Mm. So you start doing that, right? Well, then what do you do? Well, you have to then accept the things for how they are. You can't change the fact that Josh broke your drumstick. No, I can't. I can't can't change the fact that my dad passed away. (laughs) Okay. Such a huge difference. I know. I know. I I know there is a huge difference, but I needed something for for you. Um, You know, I have to accept. We have to accept the fact that Joe Biden is our president. Mm. You know, we have to accept the things for what they are. Right. We can't change the past as much as we would like to, and as much as all the science fiction out there in the world says time travel. (laughs) Okay. The Avengers, man, it's possible. So there's no point in going back to relive that story or that event over and over and over again because it's done with. It's It's set set in stone. Yeah. You know, and we need to accept that. And that's maybe one of the hardest parts of this process is accepting that there's nothing that we could have done differently. It is what it is. Because we, uh, you yeah, always have those people who go, well, what if I did this? What if yeah. I did that? What if I did this? I can. And you sit there and run on those what ifs. Yeah. I can be very much like that. Guess what? It happened. Yeah. We're, we're done. We can't do what ifs anymore. That is one thing that always also drives me nuts is, I guess, people that are always, well, what if this? And that. And it's just like they come up with a million different what ifs. I'm just yeah. like, it. it this is what happened. <laughs> no, don't like, get me wrong. Ah. To have like a conversation about like, hey, what what would the world be like if you oh, know, okay, yeah, you know, let's say Hitler <laughs> Hitler successfully invaded Great Britain. 
what would the world be like? You know, just one of those like right. kind of things of like think about the consequences. You know, yeah. those those can be fun, but when you're doing this on something that is personally impacting you, it's not. Too it's not a fun thing to do. <laughs> no, it's not. You know, don't get me wrong. There might be like, oh, what if we? You know, there's it's in science fiction a lot. Like, what if I turn left here instead of right? You know that that th- those could be fun to ponder once in a while, but right. in the end, you're just going to cause yourself more harm. Except, but I'm sorry, it that. is what it is. Congratulations, yeah. right? <laughs> so after you've kind of accepted it, guess what you also need to do? And this one is kind of one of those conditional ones. Okay. If you blame others for any part of it, you have to stop blaming them. Mm. You know, where there was an accident or whatnot you got to stop blaming other people. It, it, you know, if others are involved, obviously. Huh. If it's something like, you know, with my, you know, with my dad, I could easily blame the government because they knew oh, about Agent Orange. They okay. knew what Agent Orange was doing. Yeah. And in a way, I have to be able to stop blaming them and say, okay, I know I'm not going to get an official apology from the government. No. Um, but... No. What that does then is it makes, I guess in a way, to say it this way, it makes me feel less like a victim and more like it happened. It, it helps me accept it better. Hmm. You know, it helps me accept what happened better and the fact that it happened, there's nothing they could that they could do differently now. We got to move um, on. For, yeah. Huh. Interesting. You know, it, it ties in with that accepting with, like I said, accepting things as they are. You know, and, and the best situation, you get an apology from them. You know, they are a person and life goes on. But you continuously blaming them puts you in the trap and you in debt to them. Because, uh, you know, that, that popular phrase of, you know, like, hey, I'm living in your head rent free. They are living <laughs> in your head rent free. You're always thinking about them. You're always pondering on things because you're always wondering what if something happened differently or I hate them or blah, 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 or it's their fault or it's no longer the problem. Let them go. That's interesting. I feel like I've never. Because uh, by letting them go, you let yourself go. Stuff like that. Because hmm. now, I mean, as soon as you, as soon as you mentioned for your father's passing. Yeah. I said, the only, I just, well, I, that feels horrible to put it that way. Nope, say it. Um, but no, because as far as like loss goes, I guess I've, I didn't, I've never thought of that as something to like let go of. Because I was like, well, you don't really have a choice in letting go or not. Because it's like. Well, it's, it's not that I'm letting go of him. Yeah. I'm letting go of my response to losing him. Right. I guess I've never thought, un, I mean, that being a much more, still much more, like, I guess, obviously close to heart, very close to heart, like, more intense of a situation, because, you know, I want to say, uh, I guess even that one, too, then, as far as, like, losing people, because then there was, I feel like one of the hardest ones i've had so far was my drum teacher joe Mm -hmm. and i guess like and it it is it's like almost every time when it when it comes to like may 19th and then act no august like 18th like around those times is he i guess like he is on my mind more kind of thing uh obviously just because I miss him um I've never thought of I guess like letting go maybe the, I don't think there is anything to let go of yeah though. and so there's, there's, at least with that so there's a difference between but, you know them being on your mind you yeah. know around that time and having a, a pain a wound from the, All right. the experience well because I remember and the only things I do remember is because I had a, I had a, I had written something out for him that I was gonna go give him, 
Or, yeah, just like a note kind of thing. Because I remember my dad and I went to go visit him in the hospital one day. And then, yeah, I had written something that I wanted to go give to him. But then by that time, he had already passed. So with that, I was just like, had I just done it sooner or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just at least that. But then even for... uh, uh, okay, well, let's park here on that for a second, actually. Okay. So, you know, when, you know, you kind of like, oh, I should have done it sooner, sort of deal. Do you remember some of the thoughts and feelings associated with that? I Obviously, mean, probably a little bit of, like, ups. Oh, a little upset bit with of, myself, yeah. for sure. That's always... That's, so, what, I, what I, did you do with that feeling afterwards? See, that's why I, I, I have no idea. I don't remember. I guess it's uh, the main thing is just knowing. It's like, well, it's, you, there's nothing you can do about it. it. Just kind of is what it is. Huh. So you accepted it. I did. Uh, you stopped blaming others. Just uh, myself. <laughs> for question. Being slow. Did you ever forgive yourself on it? About that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, well, well, I mean, I, well, at this point, I, uh, I, I, I guess I would say yes. I don't know how long that took, though. Yeah, what but but eventually moment. you did, right? Yeah. Huh. Because um, guess what the next step is? <laughs> Forgiving yourself. <laughs> Dang. And others. <laughs> you know, the first you got to stop blaming others. Right. You know, and that includes stop blaming yourself as well. But yeah. then you have to forgive yourself as well. There's nothing you could have Gosh. done differently to do that. Ooh, that brings up more questions, but the, that's oh no, getting into other st- well, it's, it's that's getting into a different direction of stuff, I guess. And I remember because like I remember bringing up at a uh, at a Bible study, like I I don't know, I was I, what what was going on? I don't know. I had mentioned that I would, I was having an issue with like lost in the office, like porn and stuff like that internet woo and like like one thing that i had i had mentioned i was like i have like a tough time was and this i was like forgiving myself of stuff and i just like hammer like down on myself self more and more and more and more and more mm-hmm. kind of thing <laughs> well the guy says so he's like well nowhere in the bible does it talk you talk about forgiving yourself uh not just like uh. <laughs> I was like, now I just feel like this whole thing that I said just is out to make me look stupid in front of all of you guys. I'm like, I didn't like that. But so I, I always had that thought that at that moment I was like, so there's never a time where you have to forgive yourself for stuff. I was like, because if you that's what you're saying, I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. So you have to forgive yourself on things. I yeah. mean, there's things that now there's a difference between. Forgiving yourself as in salvation, and forgiving yourself oh as God. in I, you did. I did something stupid. I, I, I look. It happened. I have to forgive myself and move on. You yeah. Know? There, there's a difference there in, uh, in theology and terminology, right? Yes. Now that being said, I can't tell without no without talking with that other person if they're being a little facetious or whatnot. But right. you know, I I kind of get what they're talking about where they're saying, well, you can't forgive yourself as far as like for the sin, but you can forgive. You know, and they might have been yeah. a little too hyper focused on that portion where they weren't thinking about right. you have to give yourself a little bit of grace and a little bit of forgiveness that hey, you know, I screwed up, but I'm now trying to get better. I'm now right. not the same person I was back then. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, I guess yeah, I should have I should have talked to him about that because he's like he's like, <laughs> he said something about you know he's like, he only talks about all you Jesus has already forgiven you kind of thing. Yeah. So you don't, he's like, it doesn't talk anywhere about you forgiving yourself on stuff. I'm like, what? I was like, okay. Yeah, because right. it doesn't help you if you resent yourself at all. Right. You have to forgive yourself. On, and it doesn't matter if it's uh, an issue with porn, lust. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, you having to forgive Josh for being an idiot for breaking your drumstick or, you know. That's a lot easier. I have to, I had to forgive myself for the fact that I never it, this sounds weird, okay? So follow with me here, you know. Okay. I, I, I had to forgive myself for not taking the time to learn how to grieve properly. Mm. Because 
you know, after I started learning some of this stuff, one of the, the things that started happening was uh, I started beating myself up internally, like, why, you idiot, didn't you learn how to do this before? Right. And, oh, and it's like, right. no, I got to I gotta show some kindness to myself. I need to forgive myself that I didn't have this skill set before. I didn't know how to do this before, and I will, right. th- there's nothing I can do about my past self with this. Now I'm moving forward, it's, and yeah, I'm learning how to do this forward. properly now. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and like they say, you know, to forgive someone, it's to fully let go of those feelings of blame and anger towards them. And again, that's including yourself, even when you screw up. Yeah. So that's the thing. I feel like it's a lot easier to do that for other people than it is for yourself. Well, that's part of the reason why it's in that list of things you got to do and got to learn and got yeah. in order, me, in order to fully let go of something. Right. And it's always going to be easier to show and extend grace to others than to ourselves. Right. So you got to learn yeah. how to do that, sir. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I, I guess, yeah. I guess that's the thing where it's, when it comes to other people, it's just like, I guess the first thing that always just comes to my mind is like, okay. I was like, yeah, we all, I, I guess the big thing is, hey, we make mistakes, you know, make mistakes, do things, be a little stupid. Time mm-hmm. to time. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah, as far as that goes, it's like if, and especially if it comes to like, I mean, material stuff, I I don't care so much about that, I suppose. It's like if somebody breaks something, I say, like, oh, that's okay. One, it can be replaced. Or, but then it's it's more so, I guess, yeah, and I th- thankfully I haven't been in a situation where, like this, but it was like if it came to more like harming either somebody or I guess whether that's physically or just mentally, emotionally kind of stuff, that's where I'd mm-hmm. definitely have a harder time being forgiving on that kind of stuff. But so if you just went out and lit my car truck on fire and said, screw you, I'd be like, I'd be a little mad at first, but that'd be a lot easier to forgive than, I don't know, you beating a puppy or something. That'd make me a lot more angry. <laughs> well, what if you were so mad at Josh for some reason, then you hurt one of his dogs and then. No, uh, yeah, that would never happen. See, I know it would never happen. I'm just, yeah, so like that would make me a lot more angry than just a little lighting my car on fire. I don't know. All right. But, uh, yeah, forgiveness for other people is a lot easier than forgiveness and grace for myself. Yep, and that's something, like I said, you have to learn how to do in order to let something go, especially when it involves you, you know. So this is where it makes me think, like, well, because like, I've never thought about any of this before. So it's like, if I've never known how to let go of anything before, have I ever really let anything go? Huh? Huh? <gasps> but no. I, You're sounding like Josh on YouTube. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Anyways. So the next step then, you know, after you, you forgive yourself or forgive whomever. Yeah. You know, and th- this is now where we're starting to go into maybe like it's kind of like do you need it or not sort of deal. Right. Like sometimes you're going to need, and this one's actually probably a good idea in general, but find support in people who fulfill you. In other words, uh, surround yourself with people who love you and want nothing but good things for you. You know, those who are going to support you no matter what. That could be friends, family, a support group. You know, people who are maybe getting over addictions might go to an addiction recovery, you know, outpatient like Alcoholics Anonymous or Mm. Narcotics Anonymous, something like that. They might go to those groups because they're going to be around people who are going to help them through whatever it is. And they know the struggle. They've been there. You know, it might be talking to a friend, whatever. But you're going to need people in your life, regardless of if you need to let something go or not, that help you out through those times. Hmm. And finally, kind of one of the more mandatory things, and this one I think you do frequently anyway, so I think you're okay on this one. Focus on things that give you joy right now. Uh, yeah, that's pretty easy to do. You know, especially <laughs> when you're trying to, you know, let something go that's maybe painful or it's been festering for a long time. Yeah. You know. Focus on what's giving you joy right now. Maybe that's not always easy, but it's kind of easy. You know. Depends on the situation. So, like, I could think of, like, me, after I got out of inpatient, where did we go? We went to Dallas. 
you know, and that was oh, something fuck. I got to, I was looking forward to, yeah, of doing, and something that was I wanted to continue and see that experience. So that gave me something to focus on during that time of getting better. Yeah, you know. <laughs> why are you laughing? And then when I called you uppity, <laughs> not realizing what it meant. <laughs> yep. You're more uppity. <laughs> That's a sorry, same you know trip where you means? learned where Buddhism. What... <laughs> Good times. Yep. And the last thing, and this one is more, I guess, have you been able to let something go or not? But if if you're still having trouble, you know, and you're kind of you know doing these things, you're, you're you know you put that pain to words, you kind of you set up, you're making that commitment to let go, you're starting to accept it, you're not blaming others, you're forgiving yourself and others. You're finding support. You're trying to focus on joy, and it's still festering. It's still not going away. It's still there haunting you. Seek professional help. Find a therapist because it could be something that is uh, done through counseling or it could be something that's going to need some medication to help it go away. Right. You know, it could be an imbalance. That's what it is for me. Yeah. Lucky me. <laughs> <laughs> you know and right. these are things that kind of until recently i would say have kind of had a stigma around is going to seek counseling and professional amounts of help in that i man i don't know i i don't know if it's because of you or what but it's like i've just i guess i don't know maybe i've never had much of an opinion on it before but especially like after you know, having having when you had to go and like get help and stuff, I'm like, just thinking like, how stupid is it to like, I guess try and like, make people feel bad that need to go out and get help for stuff. I don't. Know, I just think it's yeah. so. I don't know. To me, I I don't get it. I don't understand why you would have like a bad mindset or a bad outlook on somebody like that that needs to go get help for something because then one i mean this is the other thing that kind of i don't know it, it seems like it's definitely becoming more of a common thing or has it always been this bad but it's just being out in the light more now or is there I've, also just more of it happening as time goes on i feel like more of it's starting the more of it is also happening as time goes on though. I, I would agree to both of those statements yeah. I, i'd agree that there have been a lot of people and i will say this especially men um who have been suffering with mental health issues right in silence yeah but be also because of COVID right now, I also feel it's happening a lot more right now too. Well, yeah, especially with yeah, especially including COVID. But I, like just in general, as the you know, yeah. next generation comes, like I feel like it's just becoming well, more of a common thing. That's thanks to social media and all uh, these other things. Yeah. But yeah, so yes, it's more common. I believe I think it's getting more acceptable to talk about, which is good. Um, you know, so I just recently was interviewed by. Um, her name is Christy. She's on from Project In Between. It's a podcast out of Australia. I didn't know it was in Australia huh. when I signed up to be part of it. Uh, so I was, I was, I get a message. She's like, "Okay, it'll be seven o'clock Melbourne on a Monday." I'm like, "Melbourne, Australia? Wow!" <laughs> so I was like, "It was like what time was I here then?" It was like four p.m. on a Sunday here, Whoa. seven a.m. Monday for her. Yeah. Wow. I was like, oh, I didn't realize this was going to be a Monday thing for you. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm just getting my day started. <laughs> oh, my I'm like, gosh. I'm like, okay, cool. That's crazy. Uh, but so I know I've, you know, I've talked about my story before and all that, but, um, and I'll let it up, um, update when that episode goes live uh, with her, but I go into some more of the stuff in there about various things and components about this and my journey of letting this go and everything yeah so it, it it was a very interesting uh we had about a good uh 45 minute conversation it was good Sick. so that like i said i'll let you everyone know when that comes out i don't know when it's coming out but yes wow man hmm. so anything else mr johnson about letting go i mean i don't know <laughs> yes 
I was thinking of one, I guess. Which I guess we already kind of, you already, was already covered. But I was like, how do you know of like when to let something go? And yep. then what if you let go of something, but then it's like, how, like, can, I mean, you can let go of something. Well, uh, I'm just asking. Can you let go of something? And then find out later that you shouldn't have let go of it. Well, let me ask you this question. What would be the harm in letting go of something that is causing you pain, either physically, mentally, or something like that? I don't know. Well, I, and again, this, again, it is, it is different levels or different kinds right. of. But I, letting go, essentially, is you're letting go of its control over how you react emotionally, mentally, physically to something. Right. Even if it's something that maybe, like, for example, let's, I'm just throwing out a ludicrous situation, okay? Yeah. You find out Josh beats puppies. Ooh. You confront him about it. Yeah. He says he stops. You let it go. Okay. Okay. And then it comes out later out. Oh, nope. He never stopped. Mm. Yes, you let it go. But what harm did it have in letting it go if you didn't know what you didn't know? As far as you aware were aware, everything stopped, right? Right. And as far as you were aware, everything was good, so you let it go. You no longer had control of you. Yeah. There's no harm in letting no, it not, go. No, and that's, well, I guess that's in like a situation so, like that. Yeah, but, but so what would be something that you would let go that you shouldn't have let go? I would say nothing. Because if it's causing you physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, if it's causing you harm. I guess if it's all of it, then. Yeah. Either Maybe. or that's not a list of everything like that it can include. It's put an or between each of those items. Okay. If it's causing you harm in any one of those areas, letting it go will do good for you. Now that does not mean that if something's going wrong, that you don't act to correct it. That doesn't mean like if something you find out something illegal is going on or someone's being harmed oh, or stuff geez. like that. That that doesn't mean that right. you don't fight to correct that. So justice and that should still be there, but you don't let it cause you harm. Mm. Letting mm. it go does not mean free of consequence. No. Letting it go simply means that you're not letting it have any control over how you live and how you feel. It simply means you're not letting it harm you in that regard. Essentially, not letting it go is like giving whatever it is that's causing that physical, mental, emotional, whatever harm. It is essentially say, here's a razor blade. You're free to cut me however you wish. (laughs) Letting it go is saying, I'm taking that razor blade away from you. You don't get to harm me anymore, but we're still going to take care of the root cause of this. Okay. All right. That... You know, so it, it, it's never, now, don't get me wrong, there's going to be things, like, let's say if it was a abusive relationship, right? Right. You get out of that relationship still. You don't, you don't stay in it at all. Yeah. Letting go does not mean you stay in a bad situation. Well, no, and I was thinking more so, I guess, as their whole relation side, I was like, so, I guess, is, I guess, yeah, Josh, man, Josh and I, we're just on a rocky moment right now. Apparently so. Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> as I just talked to him on the phone this morning. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess I was thinking of uh, letting go. I just, for whatever, assume that's like, okay, I'm not having anything to do with that person anymore as mm-hmm. of this moment. But you don't, I guess it doesn't have to be that. You don't have to remove the person from your life. Right. So, Okay. Yeah, there's a difference between letting go and getting rid of the source of what you need to let go. You know, and and it's not always prescriptive and the same thing of letting go, meaning you have to get rid of that person. It may be, you you know, keep Worst comes to worst, that maybe that would be the case. Yeah, especially if it's like an abusive relationship or they're causing harm to you in some way. Yeah. You know, then cut them out of your life as well. Not physically cut them like with a a razor blade, but, you know, get, get... Get them out of your life or that, yeah. you know, if you need to do like restraining order or whatnot, yeah. still if do that. that bad, yeah. And yeah. learn how 
now learning how to heal after that is going to be hard because a lot of people who are in a lot of those relationships, they have trouble separating themselves from those people, from, unfortunately. Well, because there's, there's, there's all, again, like there's the good stuff tied with the bad stuff. Yeah. And then you want to think of the good stuff. Like, well, this could still be hunting. It's no, honey, it's not going to be that way. It's just going to get worse. But we had these good times. So you got to remember that, that it is okay to cut people out if if they're abusive or it's a toxic re- toxic relationship. Toxic. But if it's not a, so much a toxic thing, it's like a one-time thing, uh, getting over it does not necessarily mean removing them from your life. No. It just m- means getting over whatever was that incident and trying to resolve yeah. that either with yourself only or with them as well. So you talk about it. Either you talk about it or just... You know, go through well, go through some of these steps yeah. to let it go. And you have to forgive them as part of the process. Right. And forgiving them doesn't always mean like going, Aaron, sit down. I forgive you. Sometimes it means you have to forgive them yourself without even talking to them. And then maybe afterwards mm. you talk to them and tell them, look, I forgive you for this, for you doing blah, 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 blah. Right. And nothing you can say or do will change, change it. if I forgive you or not. That's a decision I made on my own. So that's how you kind of get over things um, as just kind of the a big general picture of, of that. It's not a simple boom, 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 boom process. <laughs> yeah. It may take you weeks to months to right. do that or it may even take years to heal from that. Yeah. And, the, and the thing I'll say, the thing that I learned that is so important is that if it is something big and hurtful, like losing a parent, losing a spouse, losing someone that you love, um, or something real powerful that just eats away at your soul, do not be afraid to get help. Do not be afraid to go talk to a therapist, a counselor, get that medication if need be. Reach out to friends, to family, reach out to people at heart support even. Reach out and find support. Find the things that you need and find the things that will help you live a good, successful life.